0: Welcome to the Hell of a Catholic Podcast. I'm TJ Capaldi, pastoral lackey at the Georgia Tech Catholic Center. My name is
1: Vincent Saisons. I'm a student here at Georgia Tech. Father Josh Allen, the chaplain here at Georgia Tech.
2: So, we decided on this podcast, what we wanted to do was have um, some different students come on to share with us their views on things or just to participate in our topics. And so, Vincent is our first uh, student to appear on the podcast. So, Vincent, tell us about yourself, about your time here at Tech, your major, all that kind of stuff.
1: Um, I actually transferred this year. So, I've been here. This is my second semester at Georgia Tech. I transferred from Augusta, Georgia, where my family lives. I am a, an, an electrical engineer, uh, third year. Um, I'm also serving on the Catholic Student Organization Board as the outreach chair, and um, I also do some other stuff involved with school. Um,
0: well, it's ha- we're happy to have you. it be fun. Awesome. This week's podcast will be covering that question that everybody's been asking you. Why, Why do Catholics not eat meat on Fridays during Lent? The first question, I think, if we're going to consider this topic of, of whether or not Catholics eat meat, is why give up anything in the first place? We talked about this a little bit on a recent podcast about the temptations of Jesus, I think. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this to you guys, uh, to Father Josh and to Vincent. Why give up anything, especially as a Catholic? Why, why do we give stuff up?
2: You mean like in in general in Lent, like I decided to not eat chocolate during Lent. Sure, later, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so why do we give that up? That's uh, it's penance, right? Penance brings us closer to God, brings us into alignment with, uh, with His will, helps us to be less attached to things in this world. Um, maybe Wouldn't not. Bring if like
1: you... a like a. It also has to do with like how you're doing it, right? Because if you if you're just giving it up, but you don't have the right reasons for it, then it's it's self sacrifice. But if you're not like offering up the self sacrifice for Christ, then what's the point?
2: Absolutely, yeah. It's not self improvement, right? Yes. It's not supposed to just be I want to do this because I don't want this to be a part of my life anymore. I want to be you know a better speaker, so I'm going to practice voice exercises every evening or something like that. I mean, no, it's supposed to be oriented to bring us closer to our lord in some way shape or form Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i mean there's there's certain level also of in terms of doing it for god uh self-discipline right and freedom so why does giving something up help us in the area of self-discipline and and freedom
2: well self-discipline i think is pretty self-evident it's uh if we deny ourselves something that we want then we are building the discipline to be able to resist more serious temptations when they come along. I remember this story. Gosh, I I never actually have read this story, but I've heard the story a bunch of times. Isn't it uh, Teresa of Avila who kept the pear on her desk? Because she loved pears. And so she would keep this pear. It might not be Teresa of Avila. I'm sorry, St. Teresa, if I got this wrong. but uh, that She would keep this pear on her desk. She, She loves pears. And people would ask her, why do you have the pear on the desk? And she'd say, because I love them. But she would never eat the pear. Was like this kind of exercise in self-discipline to be able to deny herself something that she wants.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So yeah, I mean, in terms of freedom, in that sense of self-discipline, I would say there's, there's a common misconception, right? About, about freedom. I think the world often says like people that you talk to often say like that freedom, or they might not say it, but their actions or the way they live their life might, um, might convey the fact that freedom is the ability to do anything I want. But then this leads us into this weird thing, right, where I'm doing anything that I want, but did I actually choose that or not, you know? Is it like an impulse? Like, is it because at that point you become slaves
1: to what it is that you want, right? And then you have no, and you and you see this in, like, studies about neuro neuroscience, right? And they talk about people who are drug addicts. And they actually look at the at the brains of drug addicts. You find that they they lose their their brain is kind of developed to the point where they no longer have the ability to choose what they want. They're automatically geared to going to drugs, right? And so they even though they have the ability of choice, it, it's limiting their freedom because they have they no longer choose it. They're like inclined and almost forced in that direction.
0: Mm. Yeah, you know Saint Paul tells us that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free, right? So. So this act of of fasting, of giving something up, whatever it is, you know, there's so many different ways that you can actually fast from something, that we actually become more free. Um,
2: so this is all lovely, but I believe your original question was, why do we give up meat during Lent?
0: Yes. All right. So where we started, that's, right? that's a great question. It's <laughs> a great question. So so I'm gonna, I'm going to ask one question before we get there. Before we get there, the question is. Why? So the the whole question, right? The whole question of the podcast is why do we give up meats on Friday during Lent? So we talk about why do we give up? Why do we give up anything, right? You know, to to grow in freedom, self discipline, to grow closer to God. Um, why on Friday? Why do we do this on Friday?
2: Well, I think there's a. I, I think first of all. It, probably good to point out the difference between what the church says is fasting and what the church says is abstinence
0: sure yeah Yeah, good point because i think
2: we're talking about different things yes um fasting is when we are asked to basically just eat one meal or fasting is when someone doesn't eat as much total right whereas abstinence from a food standpoint is you can eat as much as you want but you're just not eating a certain thing.
0: Sure, that's a good good clarification to make. Yeah. So
2: I, I think some of the things that we would say that have to do with fasting would not necessarily
1: apply to abstinence. To abstinence, not the same thing. Would you agree with that?
0: So th- yes, yeah. There's definitely a, there's an important difference between fasting and abstinence. So we've talked about fasting, like we talked about why we do
1: it. So why then do we do abstinence? Why why the additional the additional, you know,
0: but I, is is abstinence a more specific version of? I'm I'm asking this as a question. Is abstinence a more specific version of fasting, like a specific? Subset? I
2: think. I, I mean, I, I, it might could be. I mean, I, I didn't look up to see like what somebody like Thomas Aquinas says about it, but it, it's possible that it is. But I think it's more about. Um, redirection I mean fasting to me when I when I think of that we can talk about fasting but anytime we talk about it we generally talk about having less of something sure yeah whereas abstinence is just redirection of what's there right it's not the same as it's not the same as fasting
1: so why the redirect from
0: Meat to something else. I think, so, I think that's the why does question. why so, does fish count not as b- a meat? Before we get there, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. this I think this is important to talk about before we get there. Like why are we, like the church is specifically saying don't eat meat on Friday. The church doesn't say don't eat meat. I mean, it says don't eat meat on Ash Wednesday, right? But it, they're not saying don't eat meat on Monday or Tuesday. They're saying don't eat meat on Friday. And so uh, I'm thinking from the perspective of. The church is not doing things for no reason. Well, no, Why? So there's Friday? no question.
2: I don't think there's any
1: question that abstinence is penance. Sure. I'm just not sure abstinence is fasting. That's, well, you could say that it's fasting for meat, couldn't you? I mean, you could throw it in. You're you're, yeah, you're not. You're, it, it, yes, you can. I think. I, but you understand, we're now talking about
2: something different, right? In the one hand, you have people that go around hungry during the day, mm-hmm. In the other hand, you have people that are eating. Other crab things, other lobster
0: things. Instead of hot dogs. Okay, and yeah. that's a question that we'll answer. So we'll challenge. definitely, we'll definitely talk. <laughs> crab stuff we'll definitely talk about that, right? <laughs> crab stuffed lobster. Who goes from hot dogs <laughs> to crab
1: stuff lobster? I mean, even the food trucks on campus aren't that good. Hey, the real,
0: <laughs> the real question is: is a hot dog a sandwich? But that will be a different podcast. Um, we, so. can, we can
1: get to that later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, but really, why, why on Friday? And I would, I would just my first. Uh, guess would be that the scriptures tell us that Christ died on a Friday, yeah. and this is something that, as Catholics, we commemorate every week. We, you know, the little-known fact that uh, that on Fridays we're still asked as Catholics, even in America, to give some kind of sacrifice on e- every Friday of in the commemoration year. Commemoration of the past, right? No right. question. Right, and so, and this is a way of sanctifying and giving meaning to the different days of the week. There's actually, there's also different meanings that we could give to, say, Saturday or Monday or Tuesday, right? And Friday, we commemorate the Lord's Passion. So, that, that having been said, right, let's, let's talk about this. Why no, why no meat? Why why abstain from meat and why is fish okay? That's kind of the, the. So wait, you're
2: saying we can get to the question that you asked at the beginning now? Yeah, we can actually get there. Are we allowed to talk about it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should see the look oh, that he's giving space, me. Man. You should see the look. So so I heard an interesting <laughs> thing this week when I was looking into this topic, and the, the what was stated was that the church said meat fish was okay because there was a bribe given by the fishers fishermen to the to the papal council or whatever to allow fish. On Fridays. This it, is a, I think it was more said as a joke, but just to kind of throw that out there. No, this is a good
0: thing to throw out because I think the first thing for, we gotta talk about is what are the reasons like what are the reasons you usually hear? Right? That that might be one of them. What are the reasons people usually tell you why we don't eat meat?
2: I have heard I've heard three reasons before.
0: Mm-hmm. I um, I don't know if any when of them you, are true. When
1: you, can you clarify when you when you mean heard? You've heard like non-Catholics say these are but even Catholics, like, like, like.
2: like when they explain, oh, why why oh, why right, me? Right. I've heard like three kind of reasons that I'm not sure any of them are true. Um, but I'll give them to you. All right. Um, one is that some say that the church was trying to support the fishing industry. <laughs> okay. See, there it is. Right?
1: There it is. It's true. It's true.
2: <laughs> like I'm not. I. It's not impossible, right? Although. That uh, what I read was that came from um, that. There's some second century writing that refers to that. Uh, I don't know that the church proper was organized enough yet in the second century to really do <laughs> <lives> <laughs> to, to, really, yeah, to right. do that. But well, I mean, well I they were know.
1: persecuted. Why would the fish maybe bribing a, a group so of one Okay, right. and the second
2: is some people said that fish was safer to eat than meat it's because because it, it goes bad right away. Uh, right, whereas you meat, don't, you, don't try you, know, you can keep it, it around right. for a little while, and maybe it's not so clear cool, whether it's bad or not. I, I don't know if that's <laughs> true. Okay. Uh, and then the third was that only the wealthy could afford meat. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's what And I'd so, so fish was a more humble meal.
1: That was that was, fish the was logical like Fish is like universally
2: available. Whereas meat is regulated, even up until the Middle Ages, meat was regulated by who owned the land. Fishing was always open to anybody, no matter who owned the water. Yeah. So... I don't, but I don't know if any of those are true.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and let's say some of that might be true, right? But at the same time, there's a certain—if we just look at the scriptures, there's a certain uh, the the idea of shepherds and sheep and cattle and like that's kind of a common thing. It's not like they were unavailable. Maybe this thing about who owned them and who's in control of them—that that could be a part of it. Well, especially if it came along later, right?
2: I mean, if it, if, if that role came along. Six hundred years after the Bible is done, yeah, right? and, yeah, yeah. You know, now we have a feudal system; is just different. And yeah. it's
0: like, yeah. So, what's the connection? We don't really know. Um, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose propose one reason in response to these kind of questionable reasons. Right. Um, the first, and and we won't dwell on this very long, but I just think it's interesting to mention this. The connection to the Great Flood um, is is very interesting. That. Uh, that when they were in the ark, Noah and his family and, and all these animals, 40 days and 40 nights, and what what did they eat? I mean, there's no reason to think that they slaughtered... Dinosaurs. The, <laughs> dinosaurs. The, That's the, the, why there are dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Dinosaur carcasses that were floating on the top <laughs> of the water, right? yeah. This podcast. There is were a, a, lot, of, a, great there were a lot of
2: animals that didn't make it off that arc. All those
1: animals we talk about, like Bigfoot, you know, Bigfoot, he was sasquatch, eating, he was sasquatch. <laughs> That's what they ate. <laughs> That's what they <laughs> ate <laughs> art. Yes, they were the. You know, if you're thinking you think about these animals, first. you never, hear, you never hear about these extinct animals, like or these like mystical creatures that are really small, right? That's They're right. always <laughs> really big. There's a first of all, connection. you need more room. Yeah, hey, you yeah. know. Yeah. It, and the Four Ark food. is a finite building. Well, finite there is boat. more food on a
0: Sasquatch than on some tiny bird. There's hey, no question. Alright, so, so that's an interesting thing because, right, jokes aside, they were probably eating fish. During those forty days and forty nights, and every time in the scriptures that you hear the forty days and forty nights, there's this connection to the sacrifice that we make every year during Lent in preparation for celebrating Easter and celebrating the the holy triduum of Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday. So, uh, so that's the first one. Well, we won't <laughs> if we stick around on that topic, it'll be a whole separate podcast. But the second one is that. On the cross, right, Christ's saving act for us, what, what allows us to receive his grace and to even uh, have the hope of ending up in heaven is the fact that he gave up his flesh for us. Yes? Yes. Yeah, I mean, so, so the connection there, which is, a, it feels good for us to say that this one, it makes sense to us, is that Christ gave up his flesh... So we give up the eating of flesh on Fridays during Lent and potentially also on Fridays during the whole year but I don't I, think this goes far enough I, right?
2: I've, I've read this I've read this explanation too, and honestly, that sounds to me like some pious person reading <laughs> a reason into something that really has a very mundane mundane
0: right. history it's It's a nice thing, but it's not the the it's not the it doesn't really explain it doesn't give purpose to why we would give up. Meet on Friday. So, so then, what is like the
1: what would you say is the, the real reason? We've talked about all these <laughs> these little wraparound reasons, like what people state and what is. I gotta treated. tell you,
2: I have having a hard time not thinking of Noah killing dinosaurs
1: <laughs> 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 and cooking them, Sasquatch.
0: I can skewer. To be, to be continued. <laughs> to be
1: continued. Honestly, Maybe we should have an old podcast. There will be another about, podcast well, no, about well, the
0: ark, dinosaurs, well, and What's just the interesting Bigfoot. question
1: of like it, you know the biblical accuracy of Noah and the actual
0: flood? Well, that's, yeah. now
2: that's another thing that's in mind with yeah. Noah, right? Is that no one, no one has ever considered the story of Noah to be history.
0: Right, and this is important. you see that in History Channel,
1: idea. like, well, if you look into the scientific facts, you find that there's no evidence on Earth that proves that there was a giant flood that covered the globe. There is some, there's some question about
2: whether the the valley where the Tigris and the Euphrates was in Babylon, whether that flooded. There's some, there's some archaeological evidence that suggests that there was a flood there, which at the time was the known world. But, but there, there's, there's yes. no, no one ever read the story of Noah, Jewish or Christian, up until probably the last couple of hundred years. No serious person ever read that as history.
0: And so let's 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 uh, file that away for a future podcast because that's actually a really interesting topic. But let's answer the original question, which was why do Catholics give up meat on Fridays during Lent? And Saint Thomas Aquinas, one of our favorite saints, um, wait makes... wait wait before he answers, can yes. I
2: give you a reason why we shouldn't?
0: Yes, should yes please. Why please. we shouldn't give it up? Please, oh why, why we, we
2: shouldn't go. give up meat? So oh, I'm going oh, wow, cool. I'm going to quote from First Timothy four. One through five. Ooh, okay. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in later later, later times some will depart from the faith by giving heed to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons through the pretensions of liars where consciences are seared, who forbid marriage and enjoin abstinence from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving Ooh. by those who believe and know the truth.
0: Ouch. Shoot. Bam! This Timothy. This seems troublesome, Father. It does seem troublesome. Why, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why don't you give us the rest of yours? We'll can... Wait, no, no. What is
0: St. Paul really saying to Timothy, like, what, and why is that not connected to this? I
2: think this is, if you ever talk to someone who has a problem with the church's teaching on abstinence from meat, they will pull out 1 Timothy 4, and the, the verse 3 is the one that gets you. Um, but in this case, he's specifically talking about um, Gnostics. That is a, a sect of heretics, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, and also Judaizers—people who were trying to get the Christians to revert to Judaism. So he's specifically talking about these two types of people. Yeah, um, but the context makes m- makes all the difference. Um, he's talking about this group and what they do, um, not necessarily saying that we should never abstain from eating. Certain things. Right, because he didn't certain... say you
1: shouldn't do it. He, he says you he's so, basically implying that you shouldn't make this forces, forbidden yeah,
2: right at, yeah. at all times. Yeah, which
1: which comes back to the like, exactly what we thing do about not afraid even afraid and all that kind of stuff. Right. right.
2: Yeah. Have... So what does Thomas Aquinas say? You going to rescue this one? <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so. I hope so. So
0: <laughs> so let me Entire just restraints. let me just read from Thomas Aquinas and then we'll summarize and discuss afterwards. Uh, he says that fasting was instituted by the Church in order to bridle. And he's talking specifically about meat here. He says, It was instituted by the church in order to bridle the concupiscences of the flesh, which regard pleasures of touch in connection with food and sex. It's already very interesting. He says, The church forbade those who fast to partake of those foods, which both afford most pleasure to the palate, so we like meat more than we like other things, and besides... ...are a very great incentive to lust. Such are the flesh of animals that take their rest on the earth... ...and of those that breathe the air and their products... ...such as milk from those that walk on the earth and eggs from the birds. So we're not... At this point, we're not just talking about meat anymore. We're talking about a lot we're, of things. We're talking about a lot of things. And he said, "...for since such like animals are more like man in body... ...they afford greater pleasure as food... ...and greater nourishment to the body... So that from their consumption, there results a greater surplus available for seminal matter, he says. Which, when abundant, becomes a great incentive for lust. <laughs> just watch Father Josh's
1: this face. Is, this, this is what St. <laughs> Thomas
0: Aquinas says. Can I, please, wait, wait, well, let, can I summarize, please? Let me just, finish first. Please. Okay. One more, oh, right, one more sentence. Oh, he says, man. Hence, <clears throat> the church has bidden those who fast to abstain especially from these foods that is meat and the products of land animals.
2: Okay. So, let me see if I got this right. Okay, <laughs> tell
0: me. Eating meat makes us want to have sex. <laughs> and all, So we shouldn't do it. And the other concupiscences right. of the flesh, okay, which so do not, are not only constricted to sex. But this okay. still leaves wide
1: open. Why do we just do it on Fridays during Lent? Because if that's the case, yeah, why don't we do if, it all if, the time? If meat is turning people into...
0: Rampant sex sex hounds Why are we ever
2: (laughs) allowing people to eat? (laughs) I I fear that St. Thomas I love St. Thomas to death But anytime you read him making a scientific explanation You always have to say Okay, wait a minute We know a lot more about science. He
1: brings up an interesting point, though, in the middle of that, where he says we enjoy eating meat because they're more like us than plants. Is that like a psychological connection? Well, by by that matter, like with the most enjoyable thing (laughs) to eat another person? Yeah, to be human because they're most like us?
2: (laughs) I mean, I don't mean to be like what he's saying. I'm I'm
0: going to say, no, we shouldn't eat other human beings before we proceed with the podcast. I think that's a good policy. I think that's that's a good good. policy. That's probably good to Um,
2: state. I think that that, um, when we're talking about this... I do think that he does say something good in there, and that's talking about um, uh, that meat nourishes our body more than non-meat, right? Yes. Generally speaking, now, you could put, you, Mike can make some argument with fish today, but generally speaking, people are going to be healthier if they're eating meat than if they're not, okay? Yeah. People m- managed to pull it off today, but like vegetarians and vegans eat a diet that the entire world could not possibly eat right yes. they don't have the money to do it I and mean, it's amazing how expensive that is i think that pulls in daniel so in the in the first chapter of the book of daniel daniel is told to sacrifice meat to the pagan idols and then to eat it and he says no and he's got this kind of sympathetic guard and the guard says yeah but if i don't if i don't if you if i don't make you eat this meat you're going to wither up and you're going to die and then i'm going to get in trouble you're going to get in trouble we're all going to get killed so daniel says daniel says test your servants for 10 days let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink and at the end of the 10 days they're stronger and healthier than the ones who were not eating meat and so i think what that story shows is that shows that this fast is really a dependence on the providence of god yes that it's true that maybe at the time eating meat was a healthier thing for us and if like you're gonna be strong and healthy you need protein right you need yeah, that you kind need of protein. stuff yeah. but this is an, a decision to depend on the providence of god and to offer our lives to god at least in that way i'm not sure we answered the question mm-hmm. but uh it was at least an interesting conversation that
0: uh can can we end with uh with we, one more thought? Do we can have it, like please
2: as long as it's not about your seminal factors?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do we do we it's have? It's not. It's like, no, like
2: something
1: in the catechism. No, about, this is. Not it, it's not in, in the really?
0: catechism, but I think uh, because it's Vatican f- two. Right, so Father Josh, Father Josh just mentioned right that this idea of kind of giving up meat, right? And if you think about, for example, if you gave up meat for an extended period of time, right? That it's gonna. Uh, take a toll on you, right? And it's Especially gonna, if you're not
2: replacing that protein with something else. Exactly. It's,
0: it's going to force you to, to you're going to be physically weaker, and you're going to have to depend more on God. And so, this is kind of the spirit of Lent, right? The spirit of Lent, the spirit of giving up meat on Fridays, it, making other sacrifices, is, uh, as we said in the beginning, about depending more on God and becoming more free in our ability to make good choices, so, Pope Francis spoke about this recently, and I think his quote is, is a good way for us to end, at least, in um, illustrating what the spirit of Lent is. He says, Lent is not about the formal observance of doing a little whatever, this is the English translation at least, and not eating meat on Fridays while giving oneself free reign To grow in selfishness, exploit others, and ignore the poor, for example, he said. He said, there might be someone who thinks, hey, today is Friday. I can't eat meat, but I'm going to have a nice plate of seafood, a real banquet. Which, while appearing to be an abstinence from meat, is actually the sin of gluttony.
1: So that whole... Crab stuff lobster we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> all, yeah. I, all I want now is a big steak.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still Thursday. Preferably of a dinosaur. It's still <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> all right, thank you very much for listening. This is uh, the George, uh, the hell of a Catholic podcast, and uh, we thank you for tuning in. And if, if you have any questions or comments or topics for us. If you'd like to complain about TJ's interpretation, um, then please email at podcast at gtcatholic.org. Thank you, and God bless.
0: Welcome to the Hell of a Catholic Podcast. I'm T.J. Capaldi, Georgia T... Te- <laughs> <Peace. laughs> I- Welcome to the Hell of a Catholic Podcast. I'm T.J. Capaldi, Georgia T... Te- <laughs> <laughs>